This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Allah 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentioned, and those who strive, struggle in our cause, we will certainly guide them to our paths. For verily Allah is with those who do good actions. Surah Al-Ankabun, the 69th ayah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Udru sabili rabbik bil hikmati wal mawa'idatun hasana wa jadilhum bil matihiyya ahsan. Inna rabbaka huwa a'lamu biman dhalla an sabilihi wa huwa a'lamu bin muhtadeen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, invite all to the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with wisdom and beautiful preaching and argue with them in ways that are best and most gracious. For your Lord knows best who has strayed from his path and who receives guidance. So the Nahl, the 125th ayah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَصَفَى لِتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ وَيَكُونُ الرَّسُولُ عَلَيْكُمْ شَهِيدًا وَمَا جَعَلْنَا كِبْلَةٍ لَتِي كُنْتَ عَلَيْهَا إِلَّا لِنَعْلَمَا مَنْ يَتَّبِعَ الرَّسُولُ مِمَّنْ يَنْقَلِبُ عَلَى أَقِبَيْهِ وَإِنْ كَانَتْ لَكَبِيرَةً إِلَّا عَلَى الَّذِينَ هَادَ اللَّهُ وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُذِيعَ إِيمَانَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ بِالنَّاسِ لَرَقُوفُ الرَّحِيمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that's why we made you an ummah, ummatan wasata, justly balanced, a middle ummah, that you might be witnesses over the nations, and that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam be a witness over yourselves. And we appointed, that is, we changed the qibla to which you were used to, only to test those who follow the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from those who turn on their heels from the faith. Indeed, it was a change momentous, except to those guided by Allah, and never would Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make your faith of no effect. For Allah is to all people most surely full of kindness and mercy. Surah Al-Baqarah, 143rd ayah. I'd like to make a comment from someone that I think is fairly well known to the Muslims uh, in this country, Dr. Muhammad Sadiqi, who was the past president of the Islamic Society of North America, good friend of mine. He said, Thus giving da'wah with proper training and specialization is regarded as part of kifaya That is a collective obligation. That means in every community some people must take the proper da'wah training and should do this work in a systematic and methodical way on behalf of all other members of the community. If some people do this work, then there's no blame on others. But if no one does it, all Muslims of the community are considered as sinners. If some people do this work, they absolve others from doing it. But others who don't do the work, it is their responsibility to support the work. It is the duty of all Muslims to support the work of Dawah by providing facilities and funds so that it can be done in a proper manner. So exactly what is Dawah? Is Dawah just talking? Is Dawah printing up pamphlets? Is Dawah just teaching? Is Dawah doing like the Jehovah Witnesses? Is that his Dawah? Absolutely not. That is the weakest form of Dawah. The weakest form of Dawah is to print something, to give out something, to go knock on the doors of the people. That's the weakest form of Dawah. So let us talk about the strongest Dawah 
as we found it exhibited in the life of the Prophet in the Khulfah al-Rashidin al-Mahdiyin. It is calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the kalima with good and effective words. Calling to the kalima wheresoever you are, in whatever circumstances you are, calling your colleagues, your neighbors, your co-workers to the kalima of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to your capability of doing so. Number two, it is writing, researching, and removing misconceptions and distortions about Islam and Muslims. It is behaving well, that is having good character and the best character to others and exhibiting that character so others can see it. Number four, it is commanding people towards good morality and preventing from corruption and evil. It's called Nahid al-Munkar. It is called Amr al-Ma'ruf wa Nahid al-Munkar. Enjoying what is right and forbidding what is wrong. It is joining others in protecting the environment and safeguarding the society from those who will undermine and exploit the environment for their own selfish benefit. That is also Dawah. It is providing high quality of goods and services which will attract others to listen and consider our Dawah. It is competing with the non-Muslims in building institutions and manifesting to them the value that Islam has in this society and the world. It is developing our power, developing our influence to change the world from the wrong direction, to change our society from its wrong direction, to change our country from its wrong direction, and to join others in that endeavor. It is to promote and to live the Quran and the Sunnah so that the people will taste and smell the reality of Islam. Finally, it is to make the investment of our time and money to support the Islamic Dawah and the people who are working in the field of Dawah. Brothers and sisters, if we become complacent and lethargic and lazy and ritualistic simply because we have built messages in schools for ourselves, then we are not doing the Dawah. And we are not enjoying the right and forbidding the wrong. And those who don't enjoy the right, those who don't forbid the wrong, and those that do not do the da'wah, the consequence is that we will lose our children and we will be humiliated in many ways. And this is what is happening as we speak. In Toronto, a lady accepted Islam, European lady, and she said, Islam in North America has to change. And how it has to change? Women have to give the khutbah and lead the salah. And she did. And Muslims, just like yourselves, prayed behind her. I want to let you know, every time the European people accepted a religion, they flipped it over. And they will do the same in this country if Muslims do not speak. We're not speaking of all the Europeans, we're speaking of them as a civilization, the people of Rome. The people of Rome, whenever they enter religion, they turn it upside down and they corrupt it. And if you Muslims are silent, you'll find it turned over on your faces. i give you another example. Today, two or three of the states in the United States of America, they have made a law to say that if any Muslims gather together to talk about Khilafah, or to talk about Sharia, they will be locked up. They will be put in prison. Mm. This means, 
saints will do the same. And how they will know that you brothers sitting here today, or your wives sitting here today, or your sons and daughters sitting in the university today, that you're not just talking about Islam and the history of Islam, that they will lock you up and they will lock up your wives and your children only because they are talking about Islam, because you are silent. This is a punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the Muslims who are silent. And you have to think about that. Dear Muslims, Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulullah. I want you to listen carefully to the words of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has shown me the eastern and western parts of the earth and everything that would come in it and everything that would go out of it. And I saw the authority of my ummah that they would dominate all that I have seen. This is in Sahih Muslim. This is a prediction of the Prophet The Messenger of Allah said, This matter, Al-Islam, and the Dawah of Islam will keep spreading as far as the night and day will reach until Allah will not leave a house made of mud or hair or any other material, but He will make this religion into it while bringing might to a mighty person and humiliation to a disgraced person. Might that which Allah elevates Islam and its people and disgrace with which Allah humiliates the disbelievers and their people. This is in the Muslim of Imam Ahmed. Rahmatullah So we have seen how Islam has penetrated the modern world, entering hearts and penetrating minds. More than three million people have embraced Islam in the USA in the last 40 years and over half a million since that tragic event of September 11th. Half a million without the support, without the support of the Muslims, without your money, without your activity, without your involvement. Since 9-11, during the witch hunt of the last 10 years they call the war on terror. It's a war on Islam. During this witch hunt, a half a million people have accepted Islam. More than one million people have embraced Islam in Europe, in the European Union. I spent 11 years in Europe, and I have witnessed this phenomenon taking place in Europe. I have witnessed this phenomenon taking place in America. More than one million people have embraced Islam in the European Union in the last, in the same period, and over 200,000 since September 11. That is 700,000 people just in, West, in the Western world. Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world. There's no doubt about that. And all the mushtasrikeen and all the people who do demographics, they say that it is the fastest religion in the world. And the conspiracies of the mainstream media is not able to stop its growth. Islam is like a tsunami. They can predict it, but they cannot stop it. That's what I tell the Homeland Security every time they stop me when I come inside this country. I tell them, I want to remind you, I was born in this country, I'm a taxpayer in this country, I'm a citizen of this country, and I support the constitution of this country, and you guys are wasting my time, and you're wasting the money of the people to be stopping me. You go to stop some pedophiles. And I tell them, you can't stop Islam. You can't stop a tsunami. You can predict it, but you can't stop it. You need to understand it. 
Brothers and sisters, this phenomenal growth is while the Dow is weak and while the Dow is unorganized. What do you think will be the case if we coordinate and collaborate our efforts and resources? The Game Peace Foundation, which is a local organization here in Chicago, is leading the way and demonstrating what organized Dowell outreach can do. Tomorrow night at Monty's Ban Banquet, there will be a chance for you to view the work that they have done and to support it. I am representing the Purpose of Life Foundation here today, and by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as one organization, we have been instrumental in the last 15 years for over 60, for over 36,000 persons embracing Islam in North America, in Australia, and, uh, and the European Union by the permission and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We invite you Muslims to share the ajr with us and to contribute and continue this great work in whatever way that you can. Please stop at our table outside, you will see. You will see our brother, Sultan, is there. If you want to support this work, we don't ask you to do it inside the masjid, we don't want to violate anybody's policy. But the policy of Dawah is to ask the people for support. Whoever they are, wherever they are, if we're in the middle of the street or on top of the roof, we're going to ask for support. Whoever wants to give that support, it's up to you. It's the benefit for you, not the benefit for anybody else. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire all of us to, to fulfill our duty and to use the Dawah to change ourselves, to change our society, and eventually to change the world. ربنا آتنا من لدنك رحمة وحية لنا من أمرنا رشدا ربنا إننا آمنا فاغفرنا ذنوبنا وقينا ذابنا ربنا آمنا فاغفرنا والحمد لله خير الرحمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك أني كنت من الظالمين يا الله غفر الرحيم برحمتك يا أرحم الرحيم إباد الله إن الله يعمل بالعلم والإحسان وإيتاء ذو القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنقل والبغي يا إذكم لعلكم تذكرون ورذكر الله تعالى وأعلى وعولى وعز وعز وجل وتم وحمل وأكبر وأكم الصلاة